Closing is always easy when you're in Cardone U. We role play with Grant Cardone's team. They know just what to do. They're always there to support us. We couldn't ask for more. On our way in the right direction, we found what we're looking for. NFLC, NFLC. Closing is better with appointment setters. You'd better believe we're not a team but a family. We work together in harmony. We are devoted, and that you can quote me. NFLC. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the FLC Hangout, where your freedom lifestyle begins. Today, we have the incredible Ashia on the Hangout with us. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited for this topic. I think people aren't ready for how deep we're about to go into the, the topic of health, business, transformation, making sure that you are the best you that you can be um because we all know that we all know you should be the best you right but actually how deep can you go to make sure that you are so if you want to know that watch till the end grab your paper grab your pen make sure you follow us all on instagram they are on the screens now somewhere here um and also in the descriptions below so i'm very excited to misty without further ado over to you Thank you, Jesse. Thank, welcome, guys. So great to see you again. Arshia, we are so excited to have you here. It's so awesome to finally be able to talk to you. I mean, I've seen your videos all over Facebook and, and Instagram. You're like everywhere, and I love it. I absolutely love it. You're so powerful. And the message you are, are sending people and giving out to people and the, the things you're teaching them are just so transformational, life-changing. It's amazing. So, we would love you to be able to just kind of let people know who you are and what you do. And so we can see this transformation and be able to learn from your, from your changes and your journey and apply it to our own. So why don't you give us a, give us a little rundown of who you are and what you do. Hello, hello to everybody. And uh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm so grateful to be here and uh, sharing my message. And I appreciate the, the opportunity. So a little bit about me. Uh, well, I'm going to start with my childhood. I actually, uh, I grew up as a as a chubby boy. And uh, well, I've been, <laughs> I used to eat really, really, really well. I mean, I still eat well, but like a lot well. Well. <laughs> like well fed. Yeah, well fed with my family. I'm so grateful. <laughs> My, my parents took care of me. So, but uh, when, uh, like my, in my early teenagers, I've, you know, all the teenagers, they have like different dreams. They put different posters. I had all these posters of these bodybuilders on my, on my walls. So, but, uh, so, but I never really pursued it. I've been working out since uh, teenage, teenage, but I've never been really, really like in shape. So, what happened was, uh, like, since uh, four years ago, around four years ago, I started uh, getting my, more serious about my fitness and my health. So I've been cooking my own food, eating 
uh, healthy and uh, stop eating uh, outside food and uh, you know drinking water always, uh, a lot and uh, but since uh, about last year around last year a year and a half ago i took it to a whole different level where i got uh, very the, the leanest in my entire life and i got what they call shredded and uh, mm -hmm. all my veins pop out build, i built a lot of muscles and so yeah. <laughs> i'm not quite there yet <laughs> so what happened was uh so many of my friends and family they asked me okay what did you do how how did you do it and uh, what happened so so i told them what exactly i did but well, i was very surprised how nobody did it like literally literally no one did it like those information i gave them i paid a lot of money to somebody to teach me about it but i just told them all those information and nobody did it and I was like, okay, what is it that, why is it that nobody's doing it? It's my family, my friends, you know, they're asking me if it's not like I'm forcing them. They're asking me how I did it. They seems like they want to do it because they're, I see them working out in their stories and in their posts. They want that result, but they, why is, what is the reason that they don't do it? And then, so I did an experiment with myself. I said, okay, let's do this because I've been eating super healthy for a while. So I, I wanted to see how their perspective works and uh, put myself in their shoes to have to have more empathy and also to be able to help more people that are in the similar situations. Mm -hmm. So what happened uh, that I started eating uh, like all the fast foods that I possibly could, like any anything I could uh, think of, you know, uh, outside foods, ice creams, you know, sugars and all those things. And uh, what what was happening to me was so during my transformation i've been eating almost the same food over and over and over for uh almost nine months and it's not i'm not saying that i'm not saying that just to be in a really good shape you have to do that i was just doing it for myself to to build uh the, the habit and the mindset of consistency with one thing so that's why I was doing it. And food is, is mainly the hardest thing for people to do. So I strive for that. But the, so what happened, the good thing was, so now my body, I, I know my body very well. So my body is very clean. And uh, I have like any emotion that comes in that is not part of me, I can clearly see it. So mm -hmm. from that to, to suddenly jump into eating all the different foods that I possibly can, I could literally see a, a huge shift happening and the huge changes. And mm. that's where that's where I got a lot of insights of these foods, they're not actually attacking people in the physical realm. They stay, the psychology changes massively and also in this spirit realm, things change in that area as well. Where to the point that I literally saw my eyes changing in the mirror while I was eating those foods. And I knew that this is not me, it's a different entity uh, in there. So, but yeah. the reason I was willing to go through with all those process because I knew there is gonna be addiction and I knew there is going to be 
it's going to get rough. But I said, okay, I've been preaching about mindset. I've been, you know, reading all these books, taking all these courses. I've changed my life. Let me see if I can, if I can pull this off, then I can help anybody in, in their life. Then I did that. And I obviously, so uh, it's funny, even though like in the set in the parentheses that I mentioned, uh, while I was through this process and I was thinking about that and uh, I had some uh, disempowering thoughts as well, but very randomly, I believe, I believe the, the created God that created all of us, it also gave us the purpose and also the support behind it. So while I was going through this process, I came across this book. It's called It Takes What It Takes. And uh, I was listening to that book. Uh, in one of the chapters, the author says that the author is a mindset coach. And he says he was challenged by one of, he was suggested by one of his friends to go through all the negativities that he possibly can everyday people go through and see if, if what he preaches, what he teaches can pull him out of what he's, what he would, he will be struggling of. And I, I saw, okay, it's, it's completely similar to what I was experimenting, but somebody else in a different level is doing it. So that also gave me peace of mind. Okay. That I'm in the right place and I meant to do this experiment to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. That is so cool. I think the fact that because you you can help people without actually doing that experiment, right? You can you can go and give advice and this is what I did and eat right, drink water, sleep. But the fact that you actually put yourself through what maybe the, the people you're going to help or a lot of people in the world are going through so that you could understand on a deeper level is so amazing so cool um so big hoo ha hoo for you um for doing that and definitely if anyone is interested in this definitely check Ashia out um instagrams facebook's below because he obviously knows what he's talking about um and it's really interesting right that food isn't just like about the physical it's it's so much mental like if you if you eat right, not only do you look better, but I, I feel like looks is really the secondary thing that comes to eating right. It's your mind, right? And your product productivity and your energy levels and you just feel good um, when you eat right. So yeah, I find that really interested. I'm interested too. What What's your diet like now? Are you, is it like veggie, vegan? Do you eat meat? What, what is it? Well, first of all, you're absolutely correct. It's a, uh, it's, it's mindset. It's inside out. It's basically your physique. It shows. Well, well, basically, what I did is I didn't strive to show everybody how my physique looked like. I strive to get to give myself better. That was a goal, and the physique just appeared that everybody was like it became to the point that everybody was shocked, but. Uh, uh, my diet right now, I basically, I, uh, I've i been learning about uh, food, nutrition, reading different books and uh, different listening to different materials. I eat everything 
but uh, but in a certain amount. But personally, I prefer to stick to one food because uh, even even as even as it's been said in the Freedom Lifestyle uh, course that simplicity scales, complexity fills. Because the more simple you keep what you're eating is just, you know, let me give let me give you an example. Let's say you let, well, the, I don't think like it, let's say you're super wealthy, but I still think that you would still go to a really fancy restaurant once in a while, maybe once a week. You don't go every single meal. You don't take every single meal in a fancy restaurant. Mm -hmm. So when you eat the same thing over and over, then when you have something different, that's like a huge treat for you. That's like, okay, maybe then, then this can be said as using food as a purpose to fuel the body, not for pleasure. And the mm -hmm. pleasure and and the taste can the taste is just a uh, is just a side effect of it. So when you use food as a fuel, you eat the same thing over and over. Then when you eat a different type of food, uh, maybe maybe let's say let's say during the week you have a goal that you want to achieve in that week. Once you achieve that, then you have a then you give yourself the, you allow yourself to eat different food, end of end of the day end of the end of the on the week on the weekend and yeah. that actually that uh, uh, that gives uh, enough nutrient to the body and also it gives enough motivation to the to the brain it, it produce enough like healthy uh, dopamine and endorphin for you for you to actually drive and have the self-discipline to control your yourself and your life that's what that's what I think, mm -hmm. and uh, but you, but you can eat anything. Like even there is documentaries that somebody ate uh, McDonald's, and it's still like all, all all their meals they were McDonald food, and they still got the uh, feet and shredded. But the fact that somebody's feet and you know they have muscle doesn't mean necessarily they're really healthy. It's what's on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. It's very, very true. And I like what you said about eating stuff in moderation because people are like me going through my my diet has been turned completely upside down the last five years because of my surgery and everything else. And so people are sitting there looking at me like, OK, you've had the gastric bypass. What what are you eating now? What are you allowed to eat? Well, first and foremost, I eat whatever I want. I just have to eat it in moderation. Right. And then there are things that I can digest easier than others. So it just depends on how my body feels that day and being self-aware of how I'm feeling and what's going to affect me and how it's going to affect me is what I base my food off of. So you had mentioned, you know, what Chabaria says about um, simplicity and scales or whatever. I can't remember exactly, obviously, one of those times. Um, so with you going through the experiment and doing things and, and figuring out being self-aware and watching how it affected you doing this experiment, do you find that your the life choices and the food choices you're doing now has become easier to, to make those or is that, is it still pretty difficult? Because I think some people think that doing changing your food habits and and things are way too hard, and they just give up automatically. 
So do you find it easier once you're more self-aware of that? Yes. So I, I, I can understand why people would think, think that way because, uh, I, because I used to think because I used to think that way and especially in social media right now everybody like most pages about food like mm -hmm. if you scroll people are scroll through and, and everybody says this something different that you know if you eat this you get that if you eat that you get this so it makes it makes that cause confusion for people but one thing one thing that I remember I was reading this book called uh, Man's Search for Meaning by the Dr. Victor Frankl. Um, I have it here somewhere. Oh, let's go. Yeah, it's Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah, uh, Victor Frankl. It's like this. I mean, you can see it on the camera perfectly. But yeah, uh, he was saying that uh, in a uh, when he was in a German. Uh, uh, I forgot the, the I forgot the English English phrase for it, but he was basically in the uh, in the uh, the jail. No, the it's not coming. I, I forgot the name. The cham no the chambers. Oh, chambers um, something I forgot the name of. It, but I know uh, what you I, mean. Yeah, yeah. The jail, I guess. We was it was prisoner to the to the oh, to yeah. the Germans. They did not have any food. And they did not have any uh, anything to brush their teeth, and they did like they barely had a piece of bread, or they barely they barely took shower or washed their face. But they he was saying they still had the power to work, and you know do do all the you know physical work for the Germans as as you know as a slavery, and they and they seemed to have perfect teeth and gum, even though they were not brushing. So that that opens up the door for me. Okay. We don't have to have all the different foods that we need because our body is so powerful. It produces all we need itself as long as we respect that it respects us. So how do we respect our body? So let's say, you know, we are, we are part of the God's creation and the nature is part of God's creation. What is nature? You know, the sun goes up in the morning, everything wakes up, the sun goes down, majority of the animals and creatures go to sleep unless you know they're you know they're they're like owls they stay up or like wolves they stay up at night but but that's that's very rare in you know in human psychology so that's when we respect the when we look at our ancestors how they were living and we align our life lifestyles with them in the modern society that's what I call respecting yourself and your body, because your body is so perfect, it produces all it produces all the hormones that are necessary for you, and it gets rid of all the toxins that are are uh, unnecessary for you. But how does it do that? Well, I realized that based on my personal experience, I didn't listen to anybody, but I just experimented with myself. Okay, when I sleep at ten, when I'm asleep. At 10 p.m., I the next day I notice I have more more power, even though I I only slept like six hours, five hours. I have more energy. Versus if I sleep at midnight or like two in the morning, 
then even if I sleep 10 hours, I will not have as much strain and energy compared to when I was sleeping at 10 p.m. just for a few hours. So why is it like that? Then I, I you know, I didn't re read any book. I didn't listen to anybody to, to realize that. I just experimented with myself. Then I read the books and I see, okay, there is something about it that, you know, they call it the circadian rhythm and, you know, how the sun goes up. And then when, you, when the sun is up, uh, like 6 a.m., uh, 6 to 8 a.m., uh, go like uh, get the sunlight. It produces certain hormones in our body, which is good for us. And then those hormones turn into melatonin at night, and which helps us to relax. And then when we relax and we sleep, uh, you know, our body starts repairing itself, and you know, produces all all the other necessary hormones that we need. And then another part of it was grounding yourself, walking barefoot on the on the ground, uh, or you know. I don't do tree hugging, but you know, people even can do touching trees and hug trees, you know, to ground themselves. Yeah. Then, then I start taking it to a whole different level, and I realized, okay, there are these uh, bed sheets and pillow covers that you can put it. Also, you can connect it to the ground cable to to your uh, to your outlet. So while you're sleeping, the whole time you're connected to the earth. You're you're your air thing while you're sleeping. That was pretty cool. I didn't believe it, but then when I got that pillowcase, I realized, wow, that short amount of sleep that I get, it gives me a lot more energy while I'm grounded like that. So yeah. these little things is just little stuff that I kept learning and adding and adding and adding. And uh, now even I put a lot of beer because I, my age is growing, but I keep looking younger if i shave i look like like 19 years old right now 30 <laughs> years old. like i'm turning 30 next month but <laughs> wow that is so cool i never knew like i've never heard about the pillow and the bed sheet thing that's crazy i'm gonna look oh, into yeah. that thank you very much i'm gonna yeah. make a note of that um but i i think that's so true what you said about energy and like your rhythm and it's not the same for everyone right but I think that's why following like these fad diets or following like your favorite Instagram influencer diet, it's just because it works for them, either him or her, doesn't mean it's going to work for you because your body's different, right? It's what gives them energy is going to be so much different to what gives you energy. And I also think it's not going to be the same every single day, too. Um, you really need to like what you did learn about your body learn what works for you what gives you energy what makes you feel best some people like the intermittent fasting or some people need to eat five smaller meals instead of three all these different things um, we we're doing a training right now with in the Cardone University um, and one of the segments he says is food is fuel right and um, I think when he was younger like 20 or something he said he would get to about 1 p.m in the day and just crash every single day and he went to nutritionist and they were like how are you sleeping what's what's this what's this what's this okay what are you having for lunch he was like oh like i go out i go like go get a subway or like a takeout like well that's why <laughs> that's why you're crashing um so i think it's really it really is about the energy and how you feel rather than what most people 
immediately focus on, which is looks and how how do I look on the outside? That's going to come later. You're going to see that later. What you're going to see straight away is how you feel and your productivity um, and all of that jazz. But obviously saying that, I feel like like work, working out and movement more goes really hand in hand with your diet as well, right? Like obviously you're very fit. Like you, you didn't get to that level just with like eating and you took care of yourself on the physical as well, right? So how how important do you think that relationship is with the the physical and the what you're putting into your body? That you're you're absolutely right. That uh, let me. I used to be in a in a business uh, which was uh, involving recruiting new members. Mm-hmm. It, it was a, a network marketing business, and during that, while I was in that business, I was uh, very chubby, right? I was, that was the time I was uh, like around uh, two hundred seventy five pounds. That uh, very heavy. I was. And one thing I realized was, okay, the people I was bringing in or or recruiting, they were, they had certain energies which were not aligned with the team I wanted to build. But then, then I had an aha moment. I said, okay, let's see. I I heard something that, you know, about energies. And I said that, you know, you attract the same same energy. I said, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. Let's see. If I'm, if I'm energetic being, so I have a lot of, fat I had a lot of fat stored in my body so that seems like a lot of stagnant and old energies so let's see when I get when I release those energy will new energy flow through me then guess what for just a few months I focus on bettering myself what happened next when I went back to the to that business again now I was attracting people in a whole different league People were coming in that, uh, you know, they, like it, it was, it was, I, I could literally see the difference because I changed and I changed my energy. So it's, it's all about, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's all about your, it's all about your energy. If everything is energy in the universe. I wasn't, I wasn't understanding it. Like I've, I've heard of it before, like everything is energy. So how is everything is energy? Then when I kept doing, when I kept playing with that, uh, I started seeing how everything is energy, and then how you attract uh, the people and circumstances to you, and then how you can release it. And the easiest way I found to shift energy is to, you know, to release the body fat because you, you don't you don't really need it. The body fat is kind of a, like a protection mechanism. It's a, that oh that's another part of it too. yeah so it's, it's a protection mechanism you protect uh, people protect themselves like I at least I did protect myself with all the fat around me because I was uh, my inner child programming was getting hurt by you know people around me so I wanted to something to protect myself so I get I put a lot of fat around me but as I but it's funny I I realized that when I was my leanest I went from two seventy five to 135 pounds so I, I was super lean and I could literally so my aura expanded so big when I lost all those body fat that 
I didn't know what they call it, but they I feared they call it impacts. They call people like that or impact. I didn't know I'm an impact until I clear my cleared my energy and my aura expanded it. That I realized, okay, so I had this ability and maybe, maybe that was the reason I had all those fat around me to protect me because I was getting hurt. So uh sorry, yeah. I was talking, I was talking I, I went to a lot of different places. I forgot your question. <laughs> no, oh no, that was great. That was more than I asked. <laughs> no, that was great. No, that was awesome. I I I like how you said that you surrounded yourself with fat to protect yourself. I always told, believe it or not, I'm still heavy, but I was a lot heavier. I was like 347 pounds. So and I used to always tell people, I'm always cold. So I insulated myself so much that because to kind of keep myself warm, little did I know that it was working in the opposite as well. That and I didn't want to, you know, make the skinny girls jealous because that's too good looking or whatever, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know, it's true. We do surround ourselves with it with so much extra fat as a protection, whether it be physical protection, emotional, mental. That is so true. I really resonate with that. And there was another question I was going to have for you. Oh, the question I was going to ask you was, Chabaria, when she sent us the voice note about having you on the, the podcast, she mentioned that you going through the um, going through your experiment, you had different dreams and things started affecting you when you were eating the outside foods and the fast foods. Can you kind of explain a little bit more about how what happened and things you were, became aware of doing that? It's the reason why I want to do that is because I want people to become aware of or really start thinking about, okay, this is what I'm eating and this is how this is the reason why I'm getting these side effects from, and it could be from this food. Maybe if I changed my food, I changed that. So would you mind going into that, that a little bit? Yes, yes, of course. Um, well, it's what, when I was going through all those foods, I had, I had a dream one night and, uh, uh, which scared, which scared my whole uh, consciousness, and I, I woke up in the middle of the night. Uh, it, it was a, it was a very different uh, experience that I had. So the, the dream that I saw was, uh, I saw something like a, like a mentis. That, that it was on, the, on a brain, on my brain, and it was so big. It was, it was really big, grabbing the whole brain like this if the, if that was my brain it was grabbing it like mm -hmm. that and it was just sitting and sitting there and it was just looking at me it wasn't letting go and uh, i was like it was a weird weirdest dream i've ever seen and uh, i basically I, I was looking at that mentis's eyes but uh, it wasn't leaving and it seemed like it's it's not it's not even eating my brain, but it's holding it. It's not letting it to to move or to be free. And it was controlling it. And that was very scary. I didn't know what it was. I had a mentor during at that time. I talked to my mentor about it. He didn't know what it was. So 
but I, I deep in my deep inside myself, I, I knew there is something with that food, with those foods that I ate. I knew there is something with that, but I didn't know what. So uh, a couple months passed by. I was watching a documentary, and you know, they call you know people call it aliens or this you know these names, but believe it or not, these are all like we cannot lie. We have to be true to ourselves. We cannot fool ourselves. Like they they have been here. Then they they're they're evidence that uh, they have been here. There is, a, you know, look at the the the, the history, the, the true history, not the, not the fake one that has been told in the school and you know to everybody. Uh, you see them, you you see the evidence of them being here, and there are good ones and there are benevolent and benevolent type of beings that you know that uh, are out there. But this thing that I can't, this documentary was about uh, aliens that I came across. And mm -hmm. in that documentary talked about that mentis thing that I saw on my dream. And that really was like, aha moment was for me. It was like, whoa. So that was the reason I saw that in my dream. And on a side note, I'm really self-aware. I, I really, I'm constantly, uh, analyzing my thoughts and my being is like I have this observer 24/7 watching, and uh, so that that's that's how I was. I knew like it's not like when something it's not me and enters my body, I I recognize it really quick because that's not me. I know who how, who mm -hmm. I'm how I'm supposed to operate how I'm how I'm supposed to be. So that that was a that was a really eye-opening for me of how these foods are attacking people even on a spirit level without them even knowing it because when you don't know something it's hard to convince you that there is something yeah people don't even know it and why they don't know it because these things i noticed these foods they don't attack you right away. And the reason I could since felt the difference right away, because I've been eating the same thing for a very long time. So when I change it, I could see this sudden shift really quick. But I also were in that lifestyle that eating, you know, drinking all those, uh, you know, uh, all these energy drinks or different drinks and, you know, all those uh, juices and fast foods and outside foods. I mean, I wasn't feeling anything, but the sudden shift that I felt was because of those, uh, the same eating habits that I had. And then I also realized those foods, they don't attack you suddenly, or those drinks, they don't attack you suddenly. At first, they make people feel good. It doesn't, they don't feel any difference. Little by little, they're, they're adding, it's, it, it uh, piles up on the body. Little by little, their effect piles up to the point that it became almost impossible for people to come out of it. And the, sick, the, the sickness comes from that as well. And another thing I need to mention, because I talk about the energy drink, is that those energy drinks also impact chalk, uh, one of our chakras, one or two of our chakras. And uh, 
these chakras, when 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 the chakras are aligned, well, I I didn't know it's chakra. Not I recently learned about chakras. It's different. Like every every practice, every school call it different names. But I guess chakra is the most common name that you know people can relate to. But when the chakras are aligned, the energy flows, and you know, then then we get access to the higher realm. What what happened with that energy drinks? I felt that like uh, they did not attack uh, attack me right away, but when they piled up and I have like one every day, my solar plexus chakra it got uh, uh, I I had problem I, I got problem in that. And that basically, uh, that solar plexus chakra, it's re related to the ego, to our ego. And what happens to our ego, and then I, I notice other people, uh, especially at the gyms, that, you know, people at the gym, they eat, drink a lot of that, you know, energy drinks too. How people are, most people are operating with their ego and how they, they have big ego. And, and, you know, this saying that, you see people as you are, and then I, that also opens up to me, okay, how much of a big ego that I have that I see those people? So that also helped me to take control of my own ego, and at the same time, see what those drinks are doing to me, that why is my ego so big? What did I do that is getting big? And then, okay, now I, 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 now I see it, now I can control it. But then a lot of people don't even see it, or they don't even know it, so they don't know that they don't know and they don't know the problem mm -hmm. to fix it yeah wow wow that is so I find oh, I love this topic so much I find it so interesting and it's crazy how much control you lose right when like that dream like it it's almost as if you didn't have control of your own mind anymore like be and it's because of what you were putting into your into your body and it's just it, it's crazy to me um, because I feel like, how do I say this? What you, what you put into your body and what you do and how you feel is kind of the thing you have the most control over, right? Like you, you can't really control anything around you, the people around you. You can control how you feel, what you eat, what you, what you do to, to move every day, productivity. So I feel like it's just so overlooked. This like pure fundamental of it comes from inside first, <laughs> first inside, and then the outside will come um, and everything that comes along with that. So crazy. It's crazy to me um, how how really simple it can be. Um, but I, I want to ask you and looking at the time, but for anyone watching and maybe they're thinking, god like i want to do that i want to transform myself or i want to lose this much or put on this much muscle or do this where where would you start so they they don't know anything about food or energy or what what should i do first what would you focus on first for these kind of people i would focus on uh, first cooking at your own cooking your own meal because think about think about it when you when you eat outside food so how long is it going to take you to drive to a restaurant sit mm -hmm. there order food sit there get the food eat and come back 
even if you order online, now most people do online food ordering, you know, it's going to take a while for, for the food to come into you. And then at the same time, the amount of money somebody spends on that food, uh, it can be saved by just cooking your own food. And this way, you it actually, it actually makes you feel good knowing what you're eating, knowing what is actually inside your food because you don't know exactly what they're putting in their room. So the first thing I recommend is cooking your own meal and, you know, carrying, carrying it with you. And, you know, you might, you might invest in, you know, getting some, uh, uh, some uh, plates to get, carry your food with you. If you go, if you work, you know, if you go to work every day, you know, or get a bag, a food bag to put your food in there and big, it's okay to invest in that because you are your most important asset. So it's okay to invest in yourself. And the food, it's, uh, you know, simplicity is the key. You know, cook something simple, have some carb, some uh, protein and some fat. That's that's all. And, you know, healthy fat, not just, not, not just oil, but maybe some avocado or nuts or, you know, chia seed. Flex. No ice cream or... <laughs> <laughs> oh ice cream that oh that i tried ice cream that was like uh it pulled me so deep I it was it, that was the hardest thing to to basically overcome during that during that month because uh -huh. the sugar the sugar in ice cream was horrible and the, the way i overcame that was uh uh well it's going to take a lot of time. I don't know how much time we have, but <laughs> maybe right. for the next time we can talk. You go ahead. It. It's okay. Yeah, go for okay. it. So, so the sugar, the, the way I overcame with the, with the, with the ice, with the sugar, sugar uh, addiction was uh, coming off, uh, coming a step by step. So, uh, you know, when, when, you know, when, you know, two things are bad for you, but you know one thing is really bad, the other thing is kind of bad, then you, you can use them as a step. So I know sh sugar was really bad. And then the, the artificial sweeteners like sucralose and you know stevia, all those things, they were the next step. So I came off come came out, out of that sugar addiction step by step. So I I let go of the ice cream, but I stick to the sucralose and uh uh, artificial sweeteners. Then after that, I I put a I put a timeline for myself. Okay, I said I'm gonna for a week. I'm just gonna focus on this. I'm just I'm not gonna fight with the desire, with the craving of that coming in. I I let it to come in to grab that, but I give myself a deadline, and from that deadline I jump into fruits. So from sugar to artificial sweeteners to fruits. So anytime I crave the, sh the the sweet sweet things, fruits, 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 and then after that, the next step was okay, lower the fruits and then done. Now moderate. Okay, what? How much of fruits I have? now I have a limit for fruits. Fruits are good, but you know I use them as 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 the dessert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like after each meal, I have a I I cut a. For example, for example, I cut a, an apple into four pieces. And, you know, if I have four meals, after each meal, as a dessert, I eat a, a, a piece of apple, which is sweet and is, a, is my reward. So. Mm -hmm. That is very interesting. Respect.
Thanks. I love that. Definitely. You, you, you know, you talking about how you did the, you know, switching things out as far as your food goes and everything you're saying just kind of really resonates because I've had to do a lot of that. And I noticed that with my transformation and my diet and stuff, that if I want the sweets, I can always get my cravings satisfied with something healthier. So I've always switched out. So instead of going for like, um, say chips or crisps, as Josie would say, yeah. <laughs> or something <laughs> like that, I'll go for like the dried fruit or I'll go for something that they kind of have the same texture, but I can get that satisfaction from. And that it's so much better. I like, thank you so much, Arsha, Arshia. You have given, you know, you're not only, um, yeah, giving us amazing, amazing information. You've kind of just given me confirmation that what I have been doing is right. And also giving me places where I need to, I can continue to change and get better on. So I really thank you for that. That's amazing. Um, one thing, one other thing now you mentioned chips. That was my weakness too. The chips, yeah. I really like chips. What I found out was they have these carrot chips. I don't know if you, you where you live, you can find it too. It's like carrot, but they cut it in, in pieces like chips. So that's also yeah. like, that's crunchy as well. And then you can use it with the salsa, which is just uh, onion, tomato, and you know, maybe jalapeno mixed in the salsa. That yeah. That's a healthy chips and dip that you can use if you have those cravings. Yeah. Write that down, write that down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing because, you know, I even like, I don't digest meats very well. So I don't usually do too many meats. And I've gotten to where I have a client who I have, because I'm a caregiver, I go to take care of other clients. They always want to go out and eat at fast food restaurants. And I'm like, I really don't eat this stuff. It just does not appeal to me anymore. And I've noticed that when I quit eating that stuff, there's a huge difference in not only the way I feel, but the way I think it just overall, I just, everything changes. And I, I completely am. 100% behind you on all of this because you're like, you guys, he knows what he's talking about. And I think it's so important to be self-aware. And I think, you know, he was saying your first step should be cooking at home, which definitely you have to do. Quit going out to those restaurants and buying stuff. You can make the same thing at home. You can make it healthier. You can make it taste better. And you know what's going in it. Because when you go out to other places, you don't know what they're adding into your stuff. I mean, you hear... I'm hearing more and more often that these fast food restaurants have really horrible, disgusting things in their food. I'm not going to get into who and what and where, but don't go to those places. You're going to get healthier. You're going to be more satisfied with food you cook at home. But I think the very, very first step should be self-awareness and getting to know how being very self-aware of what you're eating and how it's making you feel because it's not like you were talking about Arisha, sorry, I'm really bad at names, but it's um, like you were talking about, it's it's when you're, it when you eat something or drink something, you don't feel those side effects right away. It takes a while for it to build up. But once you're aware of what you're eating and how that makes you feel, and if it's only happening when you're eating or drinking that thing, then you can eliminate that and find a healthier option to satisfy that same craving. It's like, okay, 
I'm sorry, I'm not giving out my chocolate. It may be bad, but I'm not giving out my chocolate. But I can have a chocolate as a treat in a rare occasion. And I can still get the same satisfaction for that craving with something healthier. So I don't have to have that. And as far as the ice cream, freeze your fruit and shave it up. You don't have to do the actual ice cream. You can do find other alternatives to get the same satisfaction and satisfy that craving, right? Am I wrong? No, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's that's great. Like, if yeah, but one one thing I I mean I don't I don't recommend anybody like I don't recommend ice cream because of the sugar like outside ice cream because of yeah. the sugars. Yeah, it's, you can make your own, and you can make yeah. anything your anything you like in in your own home. Just the way you like it, the way you know you know what's in it. And yeah, and don't look at it as work. Make it fun. Make it yeah. fun. Yeah, it's fun. You can have more fun doing your own stuff at home than going out and getting it someplace else. It's fun it's to fun. feel good. <laughs> it does. It's it actually. It's I. I don't know if you noticed that or no. For me, I, every time I cook myself, I feel really great. Like I'm doing something. I'm creating something. I'm cooking something. That's you know. It's like part of baby. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like it makes you, it makes you feel really good when you do some when you cook your own yeah. food. Absolutely. Definitely. So guys, we're coming to the end of the time. So I just want to ask you guys, I know it's goes so fast. Is there anything you guys would like to say to kind of help wrap things up that you feel that is very important that people really need to know? Final thoughts. Go ahead, yeah. Well, I, I would I would say. So, you know, it's right. We we are we are uh, we are a spirit, experiencing this life in the physical physical realm. And, you know, one thing I I often think of is, let's say, I I pass and I and I move my spirit goes up, but then I look back and look at this life and look at this body you know i would really love this body when i'm looking at it from up there so why not i take the best care i can right now mm -hmm. of this body that is a gift for me to experience this life why not take the best care possible of it and definitely that's that's uh that's a question i guess i, I would like people to ponder upon how can they how can they make their body the best how can they love their body the best way that they take the best care of it mm -hmm. powerful powerful question yeah definitely anyone watching write that down think about it for a second yeah i don't ooh, don't know if i can top that one but if i had to summarize i think and I know I've, I've said this a couple of times, but really realizing that it's so much more than looks. And I feel like as soon as in society, as soon as we start talking about food and diets, it's automatically, oh, because you want to look better. You want to do this. You want to do this. Like, no, it's it's the inside first. And that's what I want people to really realize that you're going to feel so much better. And because you feel better, you're automatically going to look better. You're going to look radiant, but 
you're going to get more done. You're going to want to go outside and do these things. And you're going to want to carry on these good habits because of how you feel. So just, just stick to it. What it takes, what, 21 days to create a habit, just stick to the plan. Um, as someone once said, stick to the mother plan and <laughs> you can't go wrong. So yeah, just really focus on feeling first. Um, looks will come later and secondary to that, but it's how you feel in the inside is going to dictate your whole life, like your, yourself, your friends, your family, your business, um, everything else will improve. So yeah, I love this topic. Thank you so much, Ashia, again, for being here. Make sure anyone watching, you go check him out, follow him, ask him questions, DM him, spam him <laughs> with your questions. <laughs> Thank you, Josie, and thank you, Misty, for, for this opportunity. We are very welcome, and we'll have to have you on again, because we so love this topic, and you know you have so much to give, and, and what you're saying is so powerful, and I think it's very important. Um, and I like what you said, Josie, that it's not about looks. You know, when I had the gastric bypass, people are like, well, you're just doing it for, for the cosmetic purposes, right? Just for, so you can look good. No, that's a bonus. That's a side effect. I was looking at life in a wheelchair if I did not change my my life. If I did not have the surgery, I was looking at life in a wheelchair. I have osteoarthritis in both my knees. I had plantar fasciitis. I could barely stand up and walk. I was miserable and I was being in a just toxic relationship. Everything was bad. And so I did it for the right reasons. And the reason why I continue to change is for the, the those reasons, right? Because when you take a look at what you're doing, and you change and you really feel like, okay, this is how this is making me feel. And I don't like this. I know I deserve better. And you start making that change. That's where the, the power comes in. Right. And when we talk about eating things in moderation and even, and, and taking stepping, changing things up here and there in your food, we're not saying go completely cold Turkey on everything. Like just don't completely cut everything out. Cause that's not going to work. You know, I say all the time, I don't want to diet because a diet is something you force yourself to do and you're going to fail at, right? I want a lifestyle change. And in order to get that lifestyle change, a lot of times, most of the time, we have to slowly scale and change at a slow pace. So when you're looking at your, so you're like, okay, I want this candy bar, I really want this candy bar, I'm really, really craving it. Okay, fine, have a candy bar. But after the second bite, really look at it and think, do I need this now? Is my craving still there? Nine times out of 10, it's not going to be there. And I got to where, okay, I, I don't need this. So what I started doing is I started buying smaller candy bars. And now I don't even have the candy bar. I've got, I found a different alternative, like the fruit, like you mentioned, that I can go and have that and still have my cravings met. So don't go cold turkey. Make the change, be self-aware. Arshia, we are definitely gonna have you back on because this is so powerful and very, very important. We want people to live long, healthy lives, right? Which is why I had my gastric bypass. I don't mean to go back to that, but the thing is, is that I was looking at it and I was looking at life in a wheelchair. The doctor said, look, you've got, you're only 40. You got the eye, the knees of a 70, 70 year old, you're too young to have knee surgery. This is a few years ago. 
And so you're too young to have the knee surgery. And even if you have the knee surgery, you have to have them replaced every 10 years. And I was sitting there like, okay, I can either sit back and be a spectator in my life, or I can make this change and live a long, healthy, active life like I want to be, like I want to. So I opted to be a proactive participant in my life, not sit on the sidelines and watch it go by. So guys, we thank you so much for being here. This has been a powerful, amazing discussion. Hopefully we can have you back on really soon, Arshia, because this is really amazing. I, I can't, you've got me mind blown. I don't, getting tongue tied and everything else. But guys, so thank you guys for being here. Arshia, thank you for giving us your time and your knowledge. We so support you and you are incredible. Um, guys, you. if you like this, this episode, leave a comment, like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you can get the further notifications when things are rolling out. Help us push this channel out to everybody we can because we really want to help everybody reach the freedom lifestyle that they deserve, right? So with that being said, guys, continue to learn. Stay incredibly amazing. From here at the Felsey family, we welcome you to the family. We're once your family, your family for life. We'll see you guys next week on another episode. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh.